on this week's episode of Living Free with RP, I've gone back 10 years ago, and I found my younger self at 30. Nope. I found Lance Johnson on this week's episode, and just we had a very, very similar path going on right now. So, here is Lance's journey. First of all, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you very much for taking your time out today to be on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, man. So introduce yourself to all of the listeners and, uh, you know, who you are, where you're from, and uh, maybe you know, a little bit about yourself and everything. Yeah, my name is Lance Johnson, and I live in Brooklyn, New York, but I am originally from North Carolina. Um, I am 30 years old a freelance video editor, and I have retinitis pigmentosa, um, which you know that if you're listening. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Uh, so So you picked the perfect prof- per- profession. Um, <laughs> video I, I did the same thing, so... Oh, you do the same gra- thing? Gra- I was... Uh, no, not that, but I was doing... I, I picked a uh, you know, graphic uh, design. Okay. So, of course, I picked something that requires eyesight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to be more behind the camera and shoot a lot of projects and video content. But, you know, with RP, that kind of started to get uh, more difficult. So then I kind of switched focus to video editing. And mm-hmm. uh, it's working for me now. We'll see how long it goes. When did you uh, get diagnosed? I think I was 12. Uh, my mom has RP, so the optometrist I was going to as a kid uh, was kind of just keeping an eye out on RP just because it was on their radar due to my mom. And mm-hmm. uh, they noticed something in, when looking you know, in my eye, so then I went to a specialist and they confirmed it. I think I was in like... Think I, I think I was... Um, in seventh grade, so fairly young. Yeah, yep. You're like me. I was fourteen, so yeah, we're both uh, and 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 both have moms with RP, so I totally can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does uh anyone else like? Does it go beyond your mom, or is your mom the first? Um, the problem with mine is that my grandfather was um adopted. Okay. And we don't have any kind of history on his side so i mean it could be possible maybe on his side of the you know 
maybe that there is. But as far as my grandmother's side, I don't we, I don't think we know of anything. It's, as far as I know, it's my mom is the the lucky first. Yeah, that's how it is on my. I, th- I believe my mom's the lucky first as well. You win. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you? Do you remember how you felt at that time getting that diagnosis? Um. To be honest, I was so young that it didn't really mean much to me. Um, and I knew just from watching my mom and live, live her day to day, I, I just knew that what was coming, but it didn't like, it just seemed so far away that I was like, all right, well, you know, it's going to, I have 30 plus years until I'm my mom's age. So, you know. I'm good for the time being, but you know, RP doesn't work that way. But as a kid, you know, that's how I looked at it. Right, right, right. So I'm assuming you, uh, you drove, you, you know, you you drove and all that. Yep, I was. I had my license until I was. I recently gave up my license out of choice. Uh, when I was 29 years old, I quit driving. I'm 30 now, so fairly recently ago. Um, whenever I moved to New York, that's when I quit driving. I sold my car and just was like, nope, no more driving. Well, a car, yeah, driving in New York, I'd probably be uh, not a good move. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, can see, I can see continuing driving if, like, you were in a, maybe a small town or exactly you know, where it was less, less, few, less few, busy. And, yeah, a few roads, you know, the ins and outs every turn. There's not yeah. a lot of pedestrians. Yeah, you'd be, uh, you'd be good for a few more years, I think. But yeah, and where I was living before I moved, I I, I was living in Raleigh, North Carolina, and, okay. and uh, it's the capital of North Carolina, and it's it's right. a fairly decently large, at least populations, uh, city. So that kind of, not the not like nothing in comparison to New York, but mm. oh no, there is people walking around and. A lot of cars and a lot of quick turns, exits off the of highways and freeways, right. and you know it just driving was getting fairly stressful. I every time I had to drive somewhere, I had anxiety. So it just it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah I just I just like called exactly. it. Exactly, I can. It's like I'm speaking to myself because I could totally. Uh, I that was all the same feelings I had towards the end of driving. It's like this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This isn't fun. And now that I've quit driving, you know, I I. I you know, I obviously wish that I could drive, but right. luckily in New York, not many people own vehicles. Um, so everyone's taking the subway or Ubers or buses. Oh, no, right, right. So yeah. it doesn't affect me that much here, but when I travel like back home to North Carolina or if I travel anywhere else, really, I am uh, it just dependent on ubers and it, it can get pricey and oh, of course i think they need to make a discount for people like you know like us hey eh, i've never thought of that but i i agree yeah there should be some kind of dis. well you I mean you figure i mean it's really prevalent and i love uber because i don't want to interact with having to worry you know giving somebody money or having to find their hand and find, like, you know there's any kind of things where you know you know i don't have to actually physically you know, know certain things where I can just get in a car. I already paid. 
and leave the car and we'll set. Yeah, it's it's like, it's pretty great, you know. Like that's cool. I I've, no, but I can relate to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, I just have become quite dependent on apps to to do most of the heavy lifting for me, like going to the grocery store or you know Uber. You know, it's just helpful oh, yeah. to just click a button and it. You know. <laughs> Well, now they have now they have Instacart. I mean, I've been using Instacart. Yeah, that's now, what I've been since using. Since the pandemic and stuff, like, oh, psh, yeah, set shopping. Now I, I love I, I love that. Yeah, I do Instacart as well. But no, as I said, I can relate to also your, uh, like, when I quit driving, I think myself, uh, we ended up moving to, uh, you know, here in Naugatuck, uh, the the year I quit driving, and that's why kind of what made me go. All right, I need to stop. I kind of, I think it's you know I think it's time because it was like I was traveling farther to work and it was more difficult, you know, have more things to worry about, more you know people possibilities of, you know, an accident occurring. Whereas where we were coming from, I literally was a three minute drive to work. So yeah. I think to myself, okay, you know, geez, man, if if you know we hadn't moved when you know when we did, I would have just I I would have drove for probably at least a few more years. Because it was that easy of a drive. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you know, it, it's it's bittersweet. You know, you 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 yeah. probably like had a better job. You know, that's why you took it. But at the same time, your commute made it more difficult to get there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and it was a pretty. I mean, actually, I loved the drive. I remember like loving the drive from when we moved here yeah. to, to work because it was a longer drive. So the th- I think, I don't know about you, but I miss like those, uh, the small things I miss are driving and listening to the radio, like like the morning show or whatever, you know, I would listen to like KC 101 or whatever. Uh, little things like that, you know, just, you know. Yeah, you know what? I That's what I miss most about driving is just kind of the, I'm pretty introverted. So yeah, I love to like a long time in my car where I could, put you know i'd have an aux cable to my phone and i you know just listen to music loud <laughs> sing along mm-hmm. to it yeah podcast yep, and totally uh, just kind of it was almost like a meditation you know okay yep but so totally like that though no I, I agree with that when you're once especially on the highway because see around town i feel like that's where the stress is like driving yeah but once you got on the highway it's like okay well i'm in my lane yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. I only have to worry about, you know, usually just two lanes or so. And as long as I stay here in the slow lane or whatever, you know. That's what I tell people. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I could still drive. You just get me on the highway and I'm good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like same. I mean, same here. My vision's, you know, pretty like, you know, my central vision is, is clear enough where, yeah, I mean, technically, yeah, you, once you get me out of harm's way, you know, yeah, get me in an open road. Yeah. We're, we're, like, I'm good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But now I I have like, I just put like headphones in when I'm on the subway. And even though there's tons of people around me or there used to be tons of people around me uh, pre-pandemic, I guess the subway still has uh, quite a bit of people riding these days actually. But back pre-pandemic when the the subway carts were packed to the max, the, the headphones were kind of my way of almost zoning like, zoning everyone out so gotcha uh, i've kind of have this new way of doing that of 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 my decompressing you know if i'm leaving work or uh going somewhere yeah so it could be that same kind of vibe yeah so how do you feel this many years later like 
about RP now? Like, what's your perspective on it now? My perspective is a lot different. You know, I was diagnosed at 12, like I said, but I didn't, I kind of suppressed it until I didn't really tell. I only told like a select handful of people, you know, um, you know, my family and, you know, maybe, yeah, some significant others that I had, um, until I was, you know, I didn't tell my employer until I was 28. So I, I, I kept it hidden, Mm. um, which, which I'm surprised I was able to do that for so long since I worked in video production. Right. Um, but yeah, you get, you know, you know how it is. You get pretty good at, um, adapting and figuring, figuring out ways. <laughs> or, or as I call it, you know, yeah. Faking it. Faking yeah. it. Yeah. So I guess I was yeah. decent at faking it. And you, man, you, you don't look blind. Yeah. Cause I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, so just long story short, like I, I kept it suppressed. I didn't tell anyone and I didn't think about it or try to think about it. And if a thought did pop up into my head, you know, I would try to think of something else because, you know, I'd have, I'd have like moments of panic. I'd be at work and I would be editing a video and then out of nowhere, the thought would creep in like, you can't do this forever, you know, and, and I would, would just like start <laughs> stressing out and that would happen periodically and you know or say it was like a project and it that required me to drive somewhere to you know get footage i would always get stressed about that and and, and, and um i just got tired of that stress you know and it, it wore it wore me out mm-hmm. until basically I, I realized that I needed to be more open and, you know, as well as other scenarios, you know, where you're meeting new people and you miss their handshake and, um, you know, you trip on something in a restaurant and, or you run into someone and they're like very confused as to why you walked straight into them. Like, you know, it doesn't comprehend <laughs> right. Uh, it's hard for them to comprehend like how you didn't see them. Yep. And then if if you if you're not explaining it with you know I have a vision disability, you can just say oh I didn't see you. It's a little strange, you know. So yeah, oops, my bad. Yeah, I'd have <laughs> yeah I'd have like weird first. I feel like I had a lot of weird first impressions. Yeah, because you know and so yeah I just I figured you know well and you you probably relate to this whenever you know it's a long it's kind of a long thing to explain right hey i have oh, yeah. i have sorry i ran into you i have this vision disability called retinitis pigmentosa where it affects my peripheral vision and um, my my eyes don't really adjust to the dark, so that's why I didn't see you there. I do have some central vision, but <laughs> I can see, yeah, but I can't story. see. And, hey. and it's just like you don't have time to like tell that to everyone you meet. No, I just say I'm visually impaired. Exactly. I just go cut. I mean, I I actually literally just happened yesterday because there was 
Uh, I ran into a, I go into a package store that I've been into enough times where sometimes I go with my cane and that's if I've walked there. But sometimes, most of the time I go in there, my wife, you know, drop, you know, brings me there and I'm so good. You know, I just, I don't bring my cane in. So I did that yesterday and a guy was there, we're working, I hadn't seen before, doesn't know me. Um, and he's like, he's talking to me, you know, oh, what kind of beers do you like? Da, 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 da. And we're talking. And then he's like, I guess he goes to shake my hand. And I wasn't, it was kind of in a moment, like I wasn't really thinking he was going to shake my hand. Yeah. Or go for like the fist bump kind of thing. I think it was, yeah, I think he was going for fist bump. And I was like, and he's like, and they, but he kind of played it off. And he goes, oh, I see how it is. You're not going to, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to, you know, you know, I could you know give me a fist bump or whatever bubble. I, I was like, oh no 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 no. I was like, dude, I'm I'm visually impaired, man. I just don't have my cane on me right now. <laughs> he goes, ah, it's okay. So I, you know, I give him, I, I give him a fist bump and stuff. And you know, you know he's like, oh, okay. He's like, it's alright. He's like, I, you know, I forget, you know, what, you know, I my 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 dad's blind in on. So he's like, I can I can get I understand. I'm like, okay, it's cool. Like, so those are the moments like that. It's cool. Like when someone's like, they're starting to get it. Yeah, you know, people are starting to understand. You know, if you just just say quickly, hey. Visually impaired, it's starting to get you know. People are starting to understand. Not not enough, but yeah. Yeah, you know. and I've had people who don't understand. You know. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Yeah. You, how are you doing this? Like, how are you walking and doing this? But you don't have a cane, or oh, you have a cane, so you must be blind. Yeah. That's the other problem. If you have a cane, and you're looking at somebody, they're like they're weirded out because they're like, how are they, how are they looking at me? How do they know where I am? They must be. They, they, you know. Oh, they're faking it. Yeah. I don't I don't have a cane um at the moment. Um I don't know. <clears throat> I probably should <laughs> to be I feel it's a personal decision and 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 it, you, and you'll have a moment when you realize when you should have one. Like you're going to have a moment happen to you like you know like I always I my story was, you know, I got accused of being drunk and I got cut off of alcohol during my friend's uh, bachelor party. Okay. We we literally walked into a bar. He guided me to the bathroom because I was like, well, before we go sit down, I want to go to the bathroom. And he walked me to the bathroom. And blah, blah, blah. I guess uh, people there complained that I looked disoriented, which, of course, I am disoriented. No, I can't see well. Yeah. Uh, so and by the time we even got seated, I was already cut off. Uh, guys taking our drink orders and cuts me off. And it was a very, like, upsetting experience. And uh, so that was that moment where I'm like, Okay, I guess I should start carrying my cane on me. Yeah, like even even if I don't feel I need it, or like, because if I'm hanging out, if you're hanging out with people, and I'm sure you know, you know, you're hanging out with people, you're usually kind of like they're pretty much your cane in a way. Like that, you just kind of rely on if you're hanging out with your bros or whatever. Yeah, you're just following them, you know. And and usually the people you hang out with kind of know, you know, your condition. Most of my friends know, obviously, that I have RP, mm-hmm. so they, you know they look out, you know, for me. So that's fine, but now it's like no matter what, if I'm where I'm going, even if it's a bar I've been to like a bunch of times, I normally always bring my cane just to be like, just in case anybody else who doesn't know me could you know sees that. Yeah, it's like a. That's what I'm most interested in actually is just having like a visual cue for other people to. That's it, man, and and you'll be surprised how much nicer people are to you because of that. Okay. Because now now you you. Before they're just looking at you and go, what's this dude's problem? Like, because even if you don't realize you look different, sometimes walking around and doing <laughs> things, we look different because of how we're trying to uh, maneuver and things like that. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm only might, laughing because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. See, exactly. So it's cool that you know. That's why I like doing this podcast because like, people, like, I can say things and 
anybody else, most people understand exactly what I'm talking about. You know, cause we've been there, we've done this, you know, but yeah, I, yeah. I had so a, with the cane, it, it says it, boom, you know. Yeah, I've had an instance recently where I was at a park and I was walking to the bathroom and, you know, this was over, this was in the summertime and, and people, you know, were setting up blankets, you know, you know, having picnics and whatnot. And I walked straight into, uh, three people just sitting on a blanket and fell on, oh. fell on them. Oh, and they were, they got really angry. You know, they were like, what is your problem? You know, you know, and I was just like, Hey, I'm sorry. I, you know, have a, you know, I'm visually impaired and they, they eased up a little bit, but they just looked very concerned and like weirded out about, like, cause I don't know from their perspective, I probably like, yeah, you're some guy trying to attack them or something. Yeah. Or, or, I, don't, I don't, you know, know. and it yeah, like, left yeah. and I was just like really embarrassed and I'm tired of those types of things. And that, that's kind of why, yeah. mm-hmm. that's kind of why I feel like I probably should get a cane. Yeah. You would, that, that experience would have never happened. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I think I'm due for it and I, you know, I, I plan on, I need to just find the time to get, I guess, train for it. I didn't train. I just self-trained myself. Yeah. I still actually haven't officially, like, been, like, off the grid. So I'm still off the grid, technically. Like, I'm not, like, the state actually doesn't know that I'm visually impaired. I do collect disability, but they don't know why I'm collecting disability. Like, I'm not part of services for the blind. I don't take any of that stuff. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I can, but no, it's a, you could, just just having a cane and at least having it and, you know, having a rough idea using it yourself is better than, ha- you know, not having it at all. You know, I mean, me, I just having it and teaching myself. I mean, I've definitely saved myself a few times from walking into a pole or, or whatever. Oh, yeah, know. I ran into a pole last year and, and, gave myself a black eye and broke my glasses. <laughs> so, oh, see. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so I mean uh, people listening well, think about, listening are think probably about this like too. oh, this guy definitely needs a cane. <laughs> oh yeah. Or how many how many beers does that guy? <laughs> no, so think about this. How many times uh, did you were you driving and something unexplained happened to you that didn't see that seemed weird like all of a sudden someone appears out of nowhere in front of your car or uh, maybe just an object appears on an orange car, and you just think to yourself, like, "Oh, maybe I just didn't see that." Yeah. No, that was actually that was the start of your RP going. That was the start of your vision going, and you just didn't. Yeah. You just didn't realize that that's what that was. Like I've had, I've been leaving work, and and all of a sudden, you know, I'm going to drive, and I don't see anybody. All of a sudden, boom! All of a sudden, there's a there's a girl in front of my car, and it's like that she wasn't there, like you know, and you just you kind of shake it off, and that's exactly what my mom told me the same thing. My mom said. She, when when she was driving, same things like that. She started, you know, having things happen to her that she couldn't explain. But then when she got to you know where she was, that's when she looked back and goes, "Wait a minute, that was my you know that was my vision going, and I, I didn't know it." Yeah, you know, you just it's because your brain just kind of, you know, fills in those gaps. You know, of so, but when the gaps are smaller, we don't realize. Yeah, you know, it's when the gaps of vision are 
those little blind spots are so small that our brain just kind of fills those in, we don't realize how much vision we've actually lost until we get to a bigger spectrum. And all of a sudden you go, oh my God, you know, I've lost that much vision. Like, you know. Yeah, I've, I've um, started noticing things probably when I was like 22 is when I, I know I I like no, actually noticed it, but then you know, mm. looking back on it, um, there were signs before that, you know, uh, but it was hard when you miss your first handshake. When you miss your first hand, you know, handshake during the day, that's when you should know. That's when I, I mean, like, that's, at least for me, that's what I would realize. I was like, okay, I'm 28, and I just I shook it off, but I didn't really like looking back. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I was already having daytime issues. Yeah. In my like twenties. Yeah, I, I I agree. Um, yeah, man, and you know, so you know, going back, you asked me, like my perspective on mm-hmm. RP, and I went from someone who is very, who is very like uh, closed off and wouldn't talk much about it. To now, you know, I, I don't know if you knew this, but I also have a podcast myself oh, cool. that I that I run, and I, I talk to people across uh, the disability community as a whole, mm-hmm. and you know, it's called the See Through Podcast, um, and like, you know, I say it's a podcast that creates transparency on disabilities and the champions with them. I like it. Um, yeah, and I've talked to a few people with, with RP, and I started that podcast basically because whenever, you know, I said I, I didn't tell my employer until I was like 28 years old, so that, that just like act of being open to my employer felt very freeing, that uh, well, I just enjoyed that and wanted to be more open about it, and I didn't want... And I wanted people in similar situations to to be to know that it feels good to be more open about it. And uh, my podcast is kind of my way of like forcing myself to be more open, kind of doing things like this and talking to people and finding relatable things. And oh, I can relate to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. obviously. It's, it's, and you know, what? and honestly, it's done the same for me. Like I get as much out of it as I do as the guests on my show. Like I'm, I'm learning. Like I'm learning about myself and coming to terms with things like by talking to other people and going, oh my God, I didn't really think about that. And uh, you know, there's, it's not like, you know, I'm running the podcast and I'm like, you know, hey, I, I my journey is already over. My journey is going on just as much as everyone's journey is going, you know, who comes on my show. Yeah. And it, so it's tough not to always, I mean, I, I say that I like the show being more about, you know, it's you and I having a conversation. It's just you and I, two people with RP having a conversation. So, you know, Sometimes I'm gonna, you're gonna ask me like, hey, maybe my perspective on something, and I might have already shared that perspective on another episode, but it's just gonna happen always because like it's just you and I are just, it's like, you know, we just met. Yeah. So I'm, I'm telling you about me, you're telling me about you. You know, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm, I really want, I'm trying to like always have me more the guest in perspective, but at the same time, it's really difficult because we're, you know. How often do we get to talk to people with RP? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's fun to be like, hey, oh, you know, you know, just to to learn more about you know or share our similar experiences and be like, yeah, yeah, that's happened to me. Yeah, I remember when I first started this podcast and my my first guest that I had on 
um, was who had RP. I just remember being like thinking how great it was. I'm like, I'm talking to someone with RP, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, and you know, it's tough. And you realize you know, now you as a host, as a, as that it's, it's, it's tough, isn't it? To actually not mention something about yourself. Yeah. When someone says something that happened to you because you want to go, you want to, because you want to relate to them. Exactly. That, you know, he, me, me saying to you, Oh my God, that, yo, dude, like I did the same thing. I did the same thing while you work. I never told my employer when I got when I got out of college. You know, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't say I. I knew I had RP since I was fourteen. So, I, but it was never yeah something I needed to. I, it wasn't something I felt I needed to tell people mm-hmm. unless it was like it was something they really needed to know. It was a need to know basis. It wasn't something if it stopped me from doing the, my job correctly, or maybe it, it slowed my job down. I feel like then I would be like, yes, you know, hey. You know, go to my boss and say, "Hey, I can still do my job. I have this. You know, I just want you to know. You know, yeah. You know? But we didn't. I'm sure when you got when you started your job, you didn't realize one how fast the progression, how slow the progression was going to be. So why even bring it up in a way if it wasn't going to be a a factor? Yeah, you and know? I didn't want them to. You know, since my career was in video, I didn't want since it's such a visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want them to, you know, during the interview process to think that it was going to be a negative factor about me, you know. Going no, because you can do the job. The bottom line is you can do the job. Yeah. Now, yes, would it be of discrimination? It'd be kind of being discrimination, though, in a way, if you'd said, you know, yes, I have this, but, you know, I'm, I'm fine right now. I, I just want to let you know. But then if you don't get the job, now you go, okay, did I not get the job because they didn't want to take that risk? Or, you know, because they, maybe they want someone here who's going to be here long term. Or did they, or was it just they found somebody better? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you can get in your head about it pretty, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just want to, my whole new perspective is just to be open, be transparent, you know, about, about who yeah, I am. Yeah, it's what's going on that way there's it just causes less thoughts in the to, to to form in the back of your mind about things you're not like well i didn't get it it's like uh, i don't know it's just like whatever i i told the truth so you know i'm good with right. i'm good with the result you know well speaking of that though now now i mean are do you have a girlfriend or do you date uh any, any of that yeah i just got married actually oh nice okay so when you met your now wife congratulations by the way thank you um what were you in that state of hey what's up this is what i got just letting you know and da 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 or was it yeah and that's that's a uh good great question i think um because there's like almost like a formula i like to it you know i guess everyone's is different but you know, I, I was doing a lot of online dating. You know, I was like, I'm here in New York. There's millions of people on these apps. And, you know, I, oh, I'm sure. and I was single. <laughs> and, you know, I was going on these dating apps and I was going on dates. And I didn't have anything like on my bio or anything about it. And I my theory was like, you know, I, I'll tell them if it's going somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so, I, I I would only tell people if it like if if I felt like 
or or like I was exposed, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because like, you know, most most dates, you know, happen at night. So you'd have to be smart about where you go. Yep. So, you know, I, I would pick places that I was familiar with. That way I kind of knew the layout. Okay. Yep. And I knew like, you know, it would just help me kind of function. And if, and if you know, I'd get a few curveballs where, you know, I, the date would continue. Maybe we'd go after the first look part of the date we go to a next part of the date and then you know maybe yeah, somewhere yeah, i've yeah. never been and then you know or i have to go to the bathroom and i'm like oh crap you know like, <laughs> so. but anyways like when i met my wife i didn't i didn't tell her until i think maybe like the fourth date I think. Well, that, 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 that's like the serious point, I think, right? Isn't it? After the third or fourth, you know, it's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and I and I brought it up real casually. You know, I just said, "Hey, I, I just put this on your radar. I have this thing," and I was like, you know, I just, I, I, I gave I gave her the name of it. And like I I like even though we were talking in person, I like texted her the name, and I was like, you know, feel free to look do research on it if you want to. I'm just letting you know. Like back out now if you want, you know. Like yeah. This is, like if know. this isn't, yeah, I'm giving you an escape. Yeah. Like this is your chance to say, hey, no, I'm sorry, you I can't deal with that. You don't want to like get married and then tell them. You know, you don't. No. Want, you don't want to be. This a, is what you got. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be a year in and tell them. You don't want to be no. even six months in and tell them. I. But you also don't want to tell them too soon because then it's like. Yeah. Um. Then it's kind of like awkward, you know. I don't know, maybe because I think about it, we're dealing with some. They're, they're, I mean, they're got to be around somebody for the rest of their life that is pretty much, effectively, as I say, uh, you're kind of dying, or you're you're grieving, almost every day. Yeah. Over something that's you're you're losing something, that you have no control over, and we constantly have, we're going through, we we're, we're going to constantly go through these feelings. We're never going to reach that end of. You know, until the end happens, as we yeah. say, until you fully go blind, you're never really gonna. We don't, we're we haven't reached that okay acceptance part. Yeah, it is, it is a daily thing, and it's a daily thing on your on your mind, and whether you want it to be or not. Oh yeah, right. And I'm I'm trying to be more positive about it. I'm trying to take matters into my hands mm-hmm. to become as independent as possible. Right. Um, which is the main reason why I moved to New York was just public transportation. Oh yeah, lots. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a process. And I remember I I officially told told my wife um, in a longer conversation, where it's kind of like what we just described. Like I, I went in more detail on it, and then. Mm. And then, you know, she said the magic words. She was like, well, you know, that's not a problem to me because, you know, you know, that's, I like, like being around you, you know, and who you need that show. Yeah. Cause you're going to need that shoulder as we, yeah. you know, we it's, it's nice to have someone like that. That's going to yeah. be, you know, there for you. I mean, yeah. I've realized really like, lately I'm having a lot more breakdowns lately than, you know, I have moments where that come out of nowhere sometimes where I like walk into something. Oh yeah. And, and I break down, like I cry because it's, it's, 
you know, usually I'm fine with it. Usually it's like, ah, whatever, you know, you, you hit, you, you, you walked into something or whatever. It's always whatever. Or you get angry, like, oh, my God, just like, ah, I should have closed that door. Um, but I had one days where it just, I did it, and it was like, it just, it, it emotionally hits you in a way that you're like, this is happening. It puts you in a whole different yeah. you know, world. And to have someone that I can literally just cry my shoulder on, yeah, it's a, it's, those are the moments that she's, you know, that's something you, that we need. Yeah, I agree completely, man. And and I I have moments like that too. You know, I'll have I'll have good days and bad days and sometimes a good day can quickly turn into a a bad day. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, yeah. You know, broke they good broke days, my glasses yeah. several times just from Ooh. you know, running into th- things, you know. Leaving a cabinet right. open in the kitchen, you know. <laughs> no, that no, I'm telling you, that's the enemy right there. Yeah. At least at the at the at, the at home enemy. Yeah, is the cabinet doors. Yeah, and it's worse when you leave the door open yourself. Yeah, you're like, man. Like you did this to yourself. You're like, I you thought, you know, like. <laughs> I just try to tell myself to slow down, and you literally have no one to blame but yourself for leaving a door, the cabinet yeah. door open and walking into it. Yeah, I feel like my pain tolerance has increased because. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Because no, I'm good. used to running into things, and it's just like now I bump my head onto something, or I hit my shin or toe. It's just I like find, I find the worst thing is is bending down. Oh, you never know. Like even today, I just I you know even though I, I saw my kitchen chair there, I still bent down to go get something, and and I know better than this, and I still hit my like face on the the the, the chair. Yeah, I've I was like, like, I know better than this. Um, and how how old are you, Mike? Oh, I'm uh f- I just turned forty in December. Okay. Okay. And I feel we go through uh, speaking of uh, uh, progression and stuff like that. This is just my personal take. I don't know how much you know science is behind it, but I feel my vision shifts every ten years. Every time I enter a new bracket, I notice, and I've already I I noticed the shift at my just before I was starting to turn you know forty. I was like, I can feel. I have less vision. I I feel that you know, but then I feel it settles, and then that's the vision I have. For like ten years, you know, and then it goes to the next kind of. I got you. Know, yeah, and, and and it's difficult because, it's so. Um, gradual mm-hmm. that you're not really going to notice it because you know it's, no, it's so right. small every day or you know so over time it's like and then you forget you forget what even like full spectrum of vision is <laughs> oh i do that all the time i try to remember i'm like you know because i like to like, you know, work on cars and stuff like that and i'm like what was it like when i had <laughs> i remember working on this car this many yeah. years ago and like I would, I would say that's pretty good. And I'm like, I think what it comes down to is it's being able to see uh, um, detail better. Yeah. Not so much I had a bigger scale. Not, not so much the, the wider spectrum of vision. It was more like I could just see clearer and I required less light. Like, yeah. Like now it's like I have to wear a headlamp, you know, when I'm working on a car so I can, you know, I need as much light as possible so I can see everything. And yeah, it's frustrating so. too because you, you know, like – it's slowing you down. Oh no! Yeah, no, without a doubt. I was and it's like myself too. I have the skills. Yeah. I have the it's... the you know the, the mental capacity to do this task, but now I have to slow it down, <laughs> just because you know, a signal it's like, for my eye to it's brain. Like, it's like I'm thinking like okay like it'd be almost like you knowing you can just break into a house really quick. You can just go right in, but. Now you're at a point where you're like, oh, well, I can't do that anymore. I have to, like, I kind of have to go around, go through the yard, 
go up in the back, there's a door up up there, and then I get into the house through that way. <laughs> so now, you know you can, you could just like bash right in, but now you don't have that ability now. You've lost that. Now you're like, okay, now I have to do this completely like out of the way way of doing it, but to get the end the same end result. So now, yeah, that, that that's I think the the analogy I can think of right now on the fly of yeah. how I feel sometimes. Did you like, did I you have a do you have a criminal history? <laughs> no, no, but that was just literally what got, I'm for just some reason. That was exactly what tossed my head. Yeah, that's what tossed my head. Like it's it's so simple, something so just. I should be able to directly just go into the house. Yeah, and you know, straight in, just go right in the house. You, you know, have like, no, you have this issue where like, I'm sure in like your your house or apartment that you you know the layout so well that Ooh, you're well, yeah. you're like high functioning and in your oh totally we all are right so but and then. If you spend enough time in the place, in places that you're high functioning, you start to, you almost forget that you have RP. Oh, yeah. And then you go somewhere new. And then you're like, (laughs) and then you're like, oh, yeah. Well, that's why I tell people, I say, when people are always, you know, impressed at how well I do things and stuff, like, you know, I mow my lawn and do other things, you know, I take care of the house. And I go, you know what? Take me, pick me up, and plant me down into some random bar or some random restaurant, some random whatever place I've never been. Yeah. And you're going to see exactly how blind I am. Yep, I agree. That's it. Or, or I say you, 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 you set up a room. You put you know, X amount of objects or chairs in the room. You tell us exactly where everything is. We walk through the room. We make it to the other side. Now, without telling us, move one of the chairs. We're going to find that chair. Yeah. We will hit that chair. We will walk into that chair. Yeah. And no matter how many, no matter how many times we know that that chair was there, we'll still walk into it. Yep. Because I do it in the house. Like, if I'm cleaning, I, I do that. Like, if I'm moving something, mm-hmm. you know, to clean it, I'll walk right into it. I'll move it and then go, yeah. go to walk and be like, poop. I'll be like, mm-hmm. you know, because you know you're not, because it's not, it's never there. It's not in that path ever. And you're so just used to being able to freely travel into these areas. So it's yeah. Even in your own house, if you move, if a layout gets moved, cabinet door left open, you're 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 we're, we're finding it. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll find it. <laughs> oh, the same funny thing is like, do you ever have the moments where you somehow find something that nobody can find? Like some little like like a like someone drops an earring or something like small like jewelry or something on the floor, and they're like, oh, oh I can't find it, and you're like sit like a good distance away you're like oh it's right there it's right over there and then, you're like, <laughs> they're like how did you find this you know like, yeah. like i don't know every once in a while you know like i have skills you know yeah I, that, that happens I'm, to me sometimes i always get so excited i'm like yeah oh I yeah found yeah. It. <laughs> yeah did it drop something Are, on I, the floor that's always that's always uh fun you know oh yeah my friends hate it because i'm the guy actually for whatever reason at night my beer pong playing skills get better Oh, okay. And I have no explanation over it. They're like, "Are you sure you're 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 going you're blind?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm like way blind at night." I don't know if it's just a, I don't know, I don't know. I can't explain it because all of a sudden I'm sinking shots and everything. They're like, "They're like, you're dangerous at night." I'm like, "I know. Maybe it's just like some switch happens in my head. I don't know." <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's it's uh you're just it's better like, after. You know, a few more drinks. Yeah, maybe a few drinks. <laughs> more looser. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, so they laugh. They always laugh. Like my friends are always cool about you know my vision and stuff like that. I'm always the blind at night guy, or you know, 
Yeah. Numbers. Yeah, it's good to have, you know, friends that are aware and actively support you. Oh, no, yeah. You, I always say it's important to have um, a good support system. Like, as we get, you know, as things get worse, it's good to have, like, those friends that are like, dude, you need a ride anytime, let me know, or yeah. you need, or whatever. Like, you're going to want, you're going to need those people. Yeah, a lot of my friends, I feel like they forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm at that stage now, but, yeah. Yeah. They get the, yeah, yeah. But I, I hear what you're saying. So, it's yeah. like they forget. Like, they'll, they'll be helpful, but sometimes they'll, like, you know, they'll, they'll, walk into a movie theater or something like that and, and just, just like head and leave and leave you hanging head straight to a seat <laughs> and i'm like oh no you're like yeah I'm like, well you know what it is sometimes too i think it's because they probably have been around you enough times where you probably do so well as we say faking it yeah exactly that they're just they don't realize that your vision got worse like my vision got worse and I, I it's not like i tell my friends hey by the way my vision's got worse so don't expect me to be doing the same thing i always do uh, I don't say that. I just I go out with them as normal. Uh, but if they walk into a bar and they start and I lose them, I stop. I stop dead and I don't move until they realize. Wait a minute, Mike's not behind us. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you have to. That's what you do. It's just sad, but yeah, it's, we don't we don't we don't we don't explain that though. Or sometimes you like you like you said, it, the progression happens so slowly we don't realize even that we're not seeing exactly yeah. how we normally would. Yeah, and I think like. In, in bars, for example, when I was like in college, I think I would notice, you know, I, I had RP, obviously, so, but it, it wasn't really affecting me that much during the daytime. But at nighttime in bars, it probably was because I would move a lot slower. And, but, you know, since you were in a bar, it, it didn't make you look weird. It just made it look like, like, oh, this guy's had a few drinks, so. So like a bar was almost like a safe space for someone with RP, like for me to maneuver around kind of and look a little out of it, you know. <laughs> They're just like, oh, that guy's just drunk, you know. <laughs> right. So. Um, That's our world. But, you know, when you're in college, you don't mind being viewed like, oh, he's just a college kid, young guy. He's having yeah, right, yeah. But when you get older – you know, it, you don't want to look like the, the hammered guy at the bar, you know? No, no. So, no. you know. That, that, that looks a lot different. On you. Yeah, it looks makes you look like <laughs> yeah, like a drinking problem or something. So it, it, it's – can't really ride that way for too long, but, I, you know, I used to ride that way for sure. Oh, definitely. So what are the – I mean, other than, you know, your, your video editing, editing and stuff like that, but, like, what are your – like, what do you like to do? Um, <clears throat> interests. So yeah, video editing's for work. Um, podcast is a hobby I do all on my own. Um, and that that takes up a lot of time. I uh, play a lot of guitar. I, I, I write like songs. Um, you know, in my spare time, it's just like a fun hobby I do. Sometimes I record them. Um, sometimes I don't. I have a I have a dog that I take for for walks, um, and I try to stay active. Recently, you know, I've uh, been getting more into fitness and exercise. And, That's important. Yeah, and and I, I and I, I I'm kind of hooked on it because I feel the best when I'm exercising, and, and right after I exercise, it's just like I don't know something about it. Uh, it's like the ultimate like head clearer 
you know, it makes me just feel productive. I, I, I don't know. I just find myself wanting to feel uh, productive. Like I, I'm very hard on myself if I'm not, not like uh, either making some sort of content, whether it's video or a podcast or music or like planning, you know, for a new creative project or, you know, exercise is like eating right and, you know, I, I don't know. I just am hard on myself. I feel like I have to be more productive than than other people because I kind of feel like I have this like ticking clock, you know. So I, I constantly like I, I kind of like don't let myself waste too much time, you know, watching TV and things like that. I you know I don't play video games. I don't. I just only wanted. You don't play video games. yeah video games are fun they are fun and I used to play them a lot but it's just like I don't know I just I just I don't know I just they're challenging I find them more challenging now they're much more challenging to play now obviously you know when when you're in your you know what that's a good point smaller vision like uh, it's just harder to keep up with these objects and these people yeah I used to play video games all the time Uh, mainly like sports games and Mm-hmm. If you like, you know, adventure adventure type games, and you know, I, I love love video games uh, back like, or I used to love video games, but now I don't. know. I just feel like I want to use. I'd rather use that time to like, you know, I, I instead of like partaking in something that someone else created, I'd rather create my own thing. Go out. You know? oh, okay. You know. I hear you. That makes sense. I kind of like I right now like I said, I have an eight year old son so I I, I kind of try to play as much video games with him as possible because I know that that and, and and he knows also that I told him like that this world isn't going to happen for many much longer you know I don't know how much longer dad's going to be able to you know play Rocket yeah. League with you and but, do you know, play these sports games and do this stuff with you yeah but I want to enjoy it I want to soak it up but playing you know playing with your son is different I feel like that's like. Oh yeah, it's like bonding right, yeah. time with him. It's mm-hmm. that's a connectivity. Right. If it's just me playing, you know, like you just wasting by myself in, in my living you. room. You know, it's, yeah. You know, what? I, that's funny. Like, because actually, you know what? I don't. I, right, I don't actually do that. I don't play like when a video is by myself. I don't normally do. Yeah. 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 Like I, if I'm home and I'm, and I'm home a lot, and it's not something where I mean I could if I wanted to, but it's I don't know. I just it's not something that makes me go yeah let me go sit down and play some video games and i should sometimes just to relax yeah for once just to be like you know what i'm not, i'm going to do nothing today and i'm going to go and i'm going to go just play this game but it's like eh, i don't know it's just not there all the time yeah no i i agree so I, I, maybe that's my thought like what you're thinking like it's just like yeah i don't want to do anything. you know what i can do i got other things i can do yeah you got other or, things or to more, do man like like protectors it's it's a uh, the older i get the less free time i have you know, so, and I'm, you know, with you with an eight year old, I'm sure, I'm sure that hits home <laughs> way more than me. Oh, no, it's, yeah. Uh, so, well, oh, that's a, actually leads to another good question, actually. What, what are your thoughts on kids? Oh, on kids? Like, what are you, are you, or is that, is that a, a possible future? Is that what you want to do? Or, you know, yeah, my wife wants kids. Not to get too personal, but <laughs> yeah, my wife wants with kids. RP. It's like you know. Yeah, no, I, I I've had genetic um, counseling done and tests done, and you know RP is hereditary. On on, so it's like fifty percent. I was told I have a fifty percent chance that you know if I have a child, uh, 
they'll inherit RP. So, you know, that's a pretty heavy thought. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm pretty happy I was born. So like I, I wouldn't want to be like not counted yeah, out, yeah, yeah. you know. Right. So I remember growing up I didn't want it. When I when I was like my early twenties, I think, or maybe late teens, maybe I was like, Nope, not having kids. Like I was like, I'm not passing this on, you know. Yeah. Like that was like my thing for like the longest time uh-huh. I remember. That I was like, Nope, not doing it. You know, I just, I, I just, I didn't want to go through it, you know. I didn't want to go through seeing them, you know, going through it and stuff. And uh, but then I, no, no. Then I think just something changed in me, and I was just like, you know, it wasn't a big deal anymore. It was like, ah, yeah, I'm good. I do well at it. Yeah, yeah. My mom does really well at it. Yeah. So it's like you know what? Yeah. And it's also like, you can't, unless you meet someone who's who also doesn't want kids, like. You can't be that like selfish, you know. Like, um, if you meet you meet a partner that you really connect to, and they, you know, like you said, they're your shoulder um, for for hard times. You know, you you want to provide, you know, a happy life for them. You know, so it's like you kind of got to take things into consideration in a different way, and and you know. I, I had mixed emotions about kids for a long time because of the RP thing and also just like it's it's a huge financial hit and 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 you know it's just kind of a scary thought but you know but I think when you meet like when now that I've met my wife it's it seems like a no brainer that it's like yeah I you know I want to have kids it's not as scary because it's like oh I'm going to have a kid with her so it's like it's um i don't know and you get you start you know going from being scared about it to almost be feeling excited about the idea of having a kid so oh, yeah. i think i'm there um i think you know due to just current life things going on with the pandemic and um few other you know just obstacles that we're facing right now in 2021 mm-hmm. I, I think you know this isn't going to be the year but it's crazy but it's, it's like crazy to think about having a kid right now you know even people who had kids last year you know yeah my whole, sister had, had a, my sister has had a kid last year and you know my sister um has rp as well oh okay yeah and i have i have an older sister and an older brother and uh so and my older brother um did not inherit it so only me and my sister did so he might be a carrier yeah i don't know apparently through the genetic testing they said he's clear you know oh really okay he doesn't actually yep at least carry the gene or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah, i was thinking i'm like you're actually roughly my age when you know i had my son yeah so i mean i would you know same thoughts i had all the yeah so yeah yeah and i you know what you were 32 Thirty. Well, when he was actually born, I was thirty-one. I mean, when I found out she was pregnant, I was thirty, and then when he was born, I, I had turned uh, thirty. Uh, I had turned thirty-one. Okay. Okay. So he's he's about to turn nine in May. How how is being a parent uh, with RP? Um. See, in the beginning, when I first had him as, as a baby, it was it. Like I said, that was when I re- having him actually was the first time I really realized I was going blind during the day. Because I remember looking at him, and I remember just seeing like I couldn't take him in, 
all in one shot. Like I had to scan a little bit. Yeah. To really kind of, it was like there were some holes. I'm like, there's some holes here. You're like, is there something? Yeah, I got some blind spots. And uh, so, yeah, there's things you have to kind of keep, you know, you got to be, you know, way more wary of than you would normally. Like, you know, you're if you're on a changing table, you want to make sure you're close to the changing table so they don't roll off and you, you know, you know, they don't yeah, fall and that, stuff like that. There's certain moments like that you got to really, uh, you just got to be a little more, I think, you got to up your game, so to speak. Yeah, and that's what, that's what used to, and it still does terrify me, to be honest with you, is like, like uh, taking, I have these like daydreams, like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. taking if I had a kid and I'm taking him to him or her to the park and they're on the playground I'm afraid like I'm not going to be able like to to see them and track them and I'm afraid you know like you know things like that or like if I'm walking with a stroller I'm afraid I'm going to like not see a hole or in the, you know <laughs> you know things like that just you know just pop into my head and you know, crossing streets, you know, New York's a very busy place. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like, I couldn't imagine having a kid in New York. I don't know. Like, but you're in Brooklyn. So it's a little more. Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah those thoughts pop into my head and, uh, no, I, so it's, I yeah. just get nervous. <laughs> no, just so if you're getting, you know, what was more, were, were more troublesome is, you know, my mom, my mom did well. My mom was almost blind and my mom changed my son's diaper. My mom did all that stuff. My grandmother did. And I was more impressed by that. So, like, I really didn't even think about myself at that time. I was still driving and stuff. Like yeah. That, so. um, I stopped driving when I was, like, 35. Um, so, you know, that I didn't ever thought to myself that, like, that kind of stuff. You know, I, you know, but I was more worried about my mom. But, but my my mom, no problem. She did everything my grandmother did. You know, we should, you know, drop Evan off over there. And they did their thing. And, you know, and it was awesome. So, and the only thing, I, 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 I'm speaking on my half, only issue or biggest issue I dealt was with my, you know, my blind mom kind of battling it with the other, uh, my mother-in-law. Because my mother-in-law was all the one was like, oh, should she be, you know, doing this? And da 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 So it became like a big drama fest when Evan mm. was born in the beginning between one grandparent and the other grandparent worrying that, you know, it didn't, it, I don't think until like, my mother-in-law saw my mom like one time she like came to pick Evan up or something and she saw my mom like changing his diaper no problem yeah then it kind of clicked in her head that you know she could take care of a kid it's okay you know she's the one all flipping out it was a big situation I, I, it drove me nuts I, I didn't like being <laughs> in the middle of that so if yeah. anything that's something you might you might you, you don't know if it exists and I mean because I don't know your mother-in-law or, yeah <laughs> but but that's going to be something you're going to deal with because your mom is, you know, has RP. And, and that's going to cross their mind. They don't worry about it right now. But once you have offspring, that's when they're going to be like, oh, should your mom, you know, be, you know, doing this? Because, I mean, you're going to want to, like, have your, you know, mom, you know, you know, take care, you know, take, you know, take the baby for a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, should she, should she be taking the baby by herself? You know, is anybody watching her? Like, that's the things people are going to be. Yeah, that's a good point. I've never thought of that, but I, I can totally so see how. That's that. what I could tell you. Like, be where, be ready for that, because I didn't think about it either when I was your age. Didn't even, didn't, I didn't even think that was gonna be a problem. I didn't think anybody was gonna like bring that up. Like, my mom's good. Like, my mom does everything. She's gonna be fine. And my mom would tell me straight up if she didn't think she could do something, or you know, didn't feel safe. You know, you know, my stepdad was there and everything, so it was even good. If any any issues, I'm sure she'd be fine. Um, 
But yeah, no, that's that's the thing you gotta worry. Not you as much yourself, you know, because obviously your wife knows what you're capable of doing. So she's seen you in action. So she yeah. she she knows. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder and, about that. You know, like, you know, my wife's. Uh, I guess I I need to get used to saying it, but my uh, yeah yeah that, my in laws yeah they yeah the in laws they know they know I have uh, RP, but they they you know they're not with me day to day, so I don't know. If it, sometimes I wonder how much they actually process it and like what that actually means, you know. No, it's uh, yeah you don't right now because. Like you said, and they and your in laws obviously know you, mm-hmm. and and they're fine, and you're not, but you're not blind. Exactly. You that's know? why. It's, I don't know. That's and why I, it's confusing. I don't know what stage yeah. your mom's at. I don't know what stage your mom is at. Um, how much vision your mom has right now? But if it's like my mom, my mom's legally yeah. blind, but she has some, yeah she has some central right. vision. Okay, like really small, like yeah, two degrees yeah. maybe. Like, like okay, I'm not sure yeah. the actual like degrees, but okay, but. Like my mom could see, like my like, I remember my mom said when Evan was born, I know she said she could see his face, like she held him at like a certain place. She could see like his face if she held him in a certain mm-hmm. way. But yeah, she can, you know. My mom's yeah. real big on pictures, you know. Like she'll mm-hmm. she wants a picture that way she can like you know zoom in on the phone and like look. Oh okay, and look. Know, at, she uses like way, her phone at kind of in pictures as like a way to see detail and and um well that's good because we see better through the cell phone for whatever reason yeah yeah exactly i i do that like at nighttime like you know the night if at nighttime if you use your camera it it shows it almost looks like daytime in your in your phone hey so man, it's like it's a, cool that's a that's good, a good trick it's a good trick i'll have to steal that from you if you're ever outside and you're panicked for like if you're walking and you're yeah yeah you're having a moment of panic or or something yeah take your phone up just Boom. And then you, now you're going to, I call it, you're seeing what normal people see. <laughs> like, oh, this is what night vision looks like. You have it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is different. I don't have this. <laughs> yeah. Those are the little tricks I do every day. Like, you know, I always say about like, if you're going somewhere you've never been, take pictures, reconnaissance. This way you can kind of like take pictures of a whole room and then bring it back home and then memorize where things are in that space. Oh, dude! Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, or, like, or I do that for the I do that for the gym. Yeah. That's very big on the gym. Oh yeah, you can find like where certain machines. This way, you know the machines are. You know things are going to trip you. You know all that stuff. Oh, I trip in the gym all the time, man. <laughs> Here's that tripping guy again. Ben- that's the, like the, 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 the main thing is the benches. You know, like the not the ones that are attached to not the okay. ones that are attached to like a bench press or anything, but all the right, ones right. that you know use for like dumbbells. Yes, okay. I'll, I'll always run into those, you know, because those things poles, get moved the around. Olympic bars, because Olympic bars stick out, and you know they're so small you don't see them. So you can be walking and all of a sudden just you know snag yourself on like an Olympic bar on the bar that's actually on the bench press. Yeah, yeah. So, and like me at home, I have the bar, but I actually also have a I have neon green actually uh, weight clips, so that actually helps me be able to see the bar. Yeah, better. I, Keep an eye on where it is. Yeah, I follow I follow you on Instagram, and I like I like uh, your content's cool, man. I uh, oh thank you. I like seeing your exercises. Yeah, it seems like you have a good setup in your basement. Uh, that's right. My friends are jealous of it, so I must be doing I must be doing pretty good. 
<laughs> so I got enough where at least I could say that I don't have to worry about, you know, if we get another lockdown happening or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, see, that's a perk of being visually impaired. Like we're used to the whole, you know, being locked down. Yeah, it, you're right. It's like, and we're ready for, and, we're ready for that. Yeah, and, but yeah, your home, your home gym's nice. Cause you know, I feel like when you have Thanks. quick, you know, accessibility to, you know, to like gym, a gym, that's when you actually go, you know. Oh, no. Wait, you have no excuse when it's down in the basement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, at that point, it's like, I mean, if you, if you can't make this work, you know, so it's not going to work. Especially when you're a dad, you know, you know, being able to keep yourself in shape. And, you know, the big reason why, you know, I'm where I am right now is because, yeah, my son, because I, I know I have to keep up with him. Yeah. And when he was born, I'm like, this kid's going to be like me, I'm sure. So I, I better start really pushing it now. <laughs> so yeah, and plus he gets to use the gym too. He comes down here. He'll, he he hops on the tread. Let him like use the treadmill and you know hit the heavy bag and you know do all that stuff. So it's also another more bonding time and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Thank you. But these are this is, well. I, I mean, as you know, like it's, it, this is more comfortable too. Like it's more comfortable running on a treadmill than it is running on the road for me without a guide anyway mm -hmm. it's 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 better to have stuff that you're i don't gotta worry about anybody but down here in the gym like nobody's down in my gym i'm by myself i know where everything is i don't have to worry about somebody looking at me being like what's wrong with that dude yeah or you know like nope you can do whatever uh weird and, weird looking exercise and yeah whatever you yeah, yeah. have no judgment or if, you know or, or, or if i trip here it's okay you know Nobody, nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody, nobody looks at me like weird. Do you ever I'm get afraid right. though? If, if like you're working out solo, mm -hmm. like say you like hit your head on something, <laughs> do you ever get oh, afraid right. if you're like by yourself and like, uh, I mean, I guess that's one of the things you gotta kind of like, you just gotta be, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, anybody, I mean, anybody else would probably have the same, the same concern. I mean, actually I've seen videos of worse things people happen to people than, who have sight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's With why I'm asking. Is not, yeah, yeah. You know, gyms are... Uh, yeah. yeah. I tend to not ego lift. So I try not to... I, I, don't, try, I don't try to lift things that I know that are going to, you know, cause more of a problem. You know, then I'm... You know, I don't... I, I think I had one time where I almost thought I couldn't get the bar back up, in it, but I was able to, like, get it with, yeah. back up. That's but why, I, that's I, why I, do, I do a lot of dumbbell stuff, just because if I start to have muscle failure, I can just drop them I, I don't really do bench press anymore okay but i would if i love bench pressing if i have like a spot but right no yeah it's, i mean it definitely would help to have some you know i would definitely feel more comfortable obviously if i had you know somebody to work out with yeah you know and, and doing certain things where like okay well you know especially with like olympic plates and things like that like you know i want to know that i'm like that my position is correct and, and things like that. And so it's, it's very tough for us to really, um, without mirrors or anything like that, be able to tell if, you know, is this the right position? Am I, am I, in, am I, do I have good form? You know, mm -hmm. you know, cause with that stuff, you get hurt. <laughs> yeah, and, and you don't have to work out with a mask on. Yes. Yeah. There's another benefit. Yes. Cause I, 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 I'm a spin instructor, uh, three days a week. And I can honestly tell you, I, I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> Uh, spinning with a mask on. Oh, I can imagine, man. I mean, I'm, my lung capacity is gonna be awesome. Like, I'm gonna be super efficient. But uh, when it comes time, when it comes time to finally be able to not have to use it, like, I'm gonna be like in top notch <laughs> form. Because I'll be so used to like not having 
you know, as much oxygen and having to use what I got. Um, so it, there's a plus side into it. You know, I am strengthening that and, and becoming more efficient with you know, my use of oxygen, but uh, it's just not as fun. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and to you, um, do you have any advice for myself, I guess, and maybe anyway, I guess anyone listening, like exercises that, um, for people who have a visual impairment? I mean, you, I mean, you can pretty much do like, I mean, I, I like to always stick to the simple things. Like if you're just starting out and things like that, I mean, you can't go wrong with doing crunches and mm -hmm. uh, leg lifts and planks and push ups and squats and lunges, like just all that, you know, most of all those things you can do no problem. You don't need vision to really like know if you're doing them right. Like you, those you can get, you can do, and you're not really gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. Even if you were doing a squat not completely down low enough, or maybe you were messing it up a little bit, you're not really gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. yeah and, Same with the push. -up. And I guess like common sense stuff, like you know, probably not a good idea to go running outside. So. Exactly. No, I don't. I don't. Unless I'm in like, I mean, I can run up and down my hill because I know like my street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's clear enough, but that would be about as far as I do. Sometimes I would, you know, I, I'm I'm the weird neighbor that might put strap some weights on my back and you know and go run up it because I have a hill. So yeah. It's, so it's nice for hill training. Um, but for the most part, I would prefer just to stick to a treadmill and you know just put the incline on and do it that way. I don't have to worry about traffic or anything. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think you can pretty much get away with a lot of that. You know, all those basic stuff. Like you don't have to anything. You know, and just obviously if you're you know, for you going to a gym, you just got to worry. I always, I'd always put my hands out. If you're not going to use a cane, always have your hands out. You know, as you're walking, kind of roughly have them out just a little bit because then your hands are almost like your cane. So you can kind of sense like you're going to hit something. Or And if you go to bend down, put your hands out in front of you. True. So as you bend down, just kind of wave your hands around a little bit. This way, you know, as you're going down, there's nothing you're going to slap your you know, head in your, or poke your eye into or. You know, I, I mean, I've done that so many times. I have gouges in between my eyes and things like that. I almost give myself, almost knock myself out, you know, doing that. So, oh, wow. You don't want to do that. I did that once with a handicap bar in a bathroom. I bent, I put my water bottle down and somebody left the handicap bar down, you know, for the toilet down. And even though I had seen it when I walked in that it was down, it didn't matter. I still, I went to the bathroom and then went to go pick my water bottle up at full speed. Mm. and slammed my eye right into the bar so and that was like yeah so those those moments and it's ironic because it's for the this it's for people who have you know who are disabled or handicapped yeah but it hurt so uh i think for the most part it depends if you're with, if you're like me and you have you have, you're lucky enough to i'd say recommend I, if you can get a treadmill get one if you can you know get if you can get some equipment like uh resistance bands i highly recommend because they don't take up a lot of room and you can use them and they're safe yeah. Well, until they snap. Yeah. So that you have to be wary of. But other than that, they're cheap. They take no room. You can get a lot of resistance work done, you know, and, and, and you're safer. I, I definitely recommend somebody, if you're, especially in your, your you know, position, I would recommend starting to look into getting something at home, anything kind of small equipment you can get at home that you can avoid or necessarily having to be around a gym. You know, where there's, you know, it's a little more hazardous. <laughs> yeah. But if you have to go to the gym, I would say my things, like I told you, I would definitely go to the gym, take pictures, do things like that so that you get a good idea of the layout and, you know, things that could possibly, you know, hurt you.
Yeah, I think that's great advice. Thank you. That's not me. Like I said, just to me, anything I give is really just other. I do myself, or it's just because yeah, I have personal experience that I've done wrong, and you know, I don't want to do that again. But yeah, I would say definitely the, the gyms, like with the Olympic, like the freeway area, is definitely a danger zone. Uh, especially you know you know when how the bench actually has like the legs. That's what I'll trip on. Yeah. Anybody, if you don't, yeah. you're gonna trip on the things on the ground, really, mm-hmm. mostly. So anything that's really on the ground is gonna be the biggest enemy. So usually those have those metal, you know, legs at the bottom. So you're gonna yes, that's those are things to watch out for. Machines, I'm usually pretty good at. The actual like regular weight machines and stuff like that, like that's yeah, no problem. The plated machine. Yeah. So I try I try to stick to those because also those actually just you know you can't mess up the movement. It's not you know, they're they're made so that you don't have to worry about form as much. Shows you right on the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't show, if you can't see it, you see, you, you'll, you'll be able to tell. You know? <laughs> but in the most part, I would say, like, if you if you want to do free weights, yeah, definitely try. You know, just memorizing the air, showing that you look in that area, keep an eye on that because that's stuff where people put plates on the floor and you know, you know, I, I'm the most disorganized visually impaired person because I just put my plates right on my gym floor and I chip on them because you know. They're not always there. <laughs> I always say I should be more organized for being somebody like myself who, you know, has that condition. I really should be more clean and more organized and have things off the ground. And, you know, and my gym should be more neat, but it, it's not. It's like it's, you know, it's I put things wherever they are. And I know where they are because I put them there. I I, so the, I try know. to be or, organized. And for the most part, I am. But, you know, it, it depends, That's on, like it depends on your mood. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend definitely if you can try to get yourself to be more be organized and be a little more neater. And, yeah. Some know, days I, I'm just I, like, I'm not I'm so, not doing it. I'm just putting it on the ground and I'm walking away. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the same issue I have with being a mechanic. You know, I have to when I put my tools down, I have to know where each tool is or I'm going to be sitting there looking around with, for it a lot. So, and I'm so disorganized, I need to make my, I've already told myself once, like, get to, at some point during spring, I want to got the garage out and make it nice and clean, organized, and, you know, where all my tools are, and I can walk around without, you know, worrying about tripping on something. Yeah, those are are things, but I would say definitely, fitness-wise, I'd recommend definitely getting some small equipment, you know, Mm -hmm. a jump rope. You know, if you can't get a treadmill, get a jump rope. Yeah, over the over the summer, you know, with lockdown here, I uh, I have like a little patio at my apartment. I'm very lucky. Okay. Most places in New York don't have like a little outdoor patio, but mine was you know big enough where I could jump rope. And I I bought some uh, I bought a jump rope. I bought some resistance bands, and I I had some amazing workouts out on my patio. Almost prefer them actually to going to the gym like i don't know i was getting really good results from the resistance bands and the jump rope i think that's great and, and that's what i'm telling people like it's and that's like it's so inexpensive you know yeah exactly i, I think mean, i, was that, I did one amazon bucks? order and it was like maybe 25 30 for everything yeah yeah i'd say about yeah it seems about fair i mean you can get better bands i just bought like ones that were like you know like i think they're like 40 or 50 bucks. Like, you could buy better quality you know, resistance bands. So you do definitely get what you paid for. Um, I mean, if you want to get something really gnarly, then yeah, maybe spend the 40, 50 bucks and get really, a really tough set of resistance bands. Because the ones sometimes on Amazon, they will 
they will break after over time. Yeah, I've had I've had a few break actually. <laughs> um, besides lifting, uh, I I've been getting into more of like nutrition too. Um, I make like a smoothie every day with a lot of you know specific ingredients that just reduce inflammation and are you know good for the eyes do you do you do anything like that what, what do you t- oh what, what, do i take anything for the eyes yeah do you like eat, I take do vitamin you eat a. any specific like foods or take any supplements just vitamin a i do the, I'm, I'm one of the vitamin a guys the high dosage of uh, vitamin a okay hundred fifty thousand so, or fifteen thousand i use or whatever it is you take 15 iu a day 15,000 of, is it 15,000 I use or 150,000 I use? It's the high, it's the high, I take the very high dosage. I've been taking that since I was like 18, I think. And is that, do you like doing that? Oh, it's easy. Pick one supplement a day and yeah. And then from being at the eye doctor and them seeing, like, taking a picture of my eyes and they can, they can tell, they can say like, they've said to me like, my that vitamin A is probably what kept that RP out of my central vision for as long as it has. So, yeah, because I I don't do I don't do any of that. So that I recommend. I mean, plus you also you do sound very similar to me, in, in terms of you know your RP progression. Uh huh. So I mean, I I look at that as long as I, and they I know the biggest thing is people always go oh it causes liver damage. I like I said I've been taking it. I'm one I'm a beer drinker and two I've been taking it since I was 18 and I just had my liver tested like a year ago or so and it was fine. Yeah, that's good to know. I, I I've had. Um, so. I guess that was my concern. Is like I, that's all you have to check. As yeah. long as you keep an eye, as long as you get your liver tested every so often, you know. And, yeah, and, I'll have uh, to like look said, I mean, into that. What good. what um, what do you have like a specific? It's um, not prescribed to you. It's, it's like you, no. Uh, who's the company that makes it? Stita or I forget the company that makes. It. I just ordered it on Amazon. I mean, it's the same one I've been taking for like a long time. Uh, I think one time we we switched because my mom actually, believe it or not, buys my vitamin A. She been take she buys it. She's been buying it since like I've been taking it, and she just buys an extra bottle for me. <laughs> so it's always funny that like you know, even even at this age, still my mom still does that. Let's see, let me I'll tell you right now which one I use. Uh, vitamin A because there's two I know. Let's see, it is oh there it is. Yeah, Frida. Sorry, not Sita. Frida is the brand that I've been using since I was like eighteen. How much IU? How much IU? Is yeah, it? Frida. It's fifteen. Yeah, fifteen thousand. Yep. So Frida, vitamin A, palmitate, fifteen thousand IU's, and you get two hundred fifty tablets right now for like sixteen bucks. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, and I don't know. Because uh, I I have no issues and I I just I obviously want to drink a lot of water, mm-hmm. you know. So that's you know, I and I drink like a gallon of water a day, so it's not it's really not an issue. <laughs> but yeah, I but drink I a lot of water. If you're, I probably yeah, I probably if drink if, like maybe seventy two ounces. I'd say definitely like you know if anything I'd do yeah do vitamin A and I would definitely recommend. I mean like I said, that's my recommendation. I'm not a doctor, but I just know by, you know, like I said, I've literally been taking it for like 20, you know, two years or so. And I would say my vision is better than my mom's at her age. Hmm. Yeah. When she was 40. 
you know, I'm still, I'm a lot more independent than my mom was at 40. I mean, I don't even have any talking devices yet. (laughs) I don't have a talking watch. I don't have any of that stuff, you know, so I still function really well. So, I mean, it's great. I mean, I have tunnel vision, but I mean, extreme tunnel vision, Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, I'm doing all right. So I'd say, yeah, that and just drink a lot more water. As long as you, I always say, as long as you're, you know, peeing clear, all is well. <laughs> That's like <laughs> magic quote right there. If your pee, yeah, your pee yeah. is clear, and then all is well. Yeah, all is well. That's it. So, a question: If you, well, now let's say if you were to get your vision back, what do you think is one of the first things that you would do? Hmm. <laughs> It's a great question. Probably drive. <laughs> Probably uh, go rent a car and, uh, and just go do a <laughs> do a uh, road trip. Probably, I would uh, drive around the. I've always wanted to do like a long, like a month long road trip, kind of across the <clears throat> America. You know, drive across all the way across from East Coast to, you know, the West Coast and stops in between uh i'd probably do something like that you know that's but something like that's, that's the most i wouldn't say it's like you know it's common but it's like that's pretty much like you know well, a lot of us even like you know i think even i would say you know i, w- I would love to drive again you know or at least drive again we're like that good feeling where it was fun yeah and that's kind of why i say road yeah. trip you know, highway you know yeah, yeah hop on the road i wouldn't yeah, like go rent a car and just drive around like uh manhattan or anything like that (laughs) that would be stressful but but like uh i would i would get out on the you know the freeway drive through the desert you know that that sounds really appealing to me (laughs) no that's yeah i i dig the road trip that's a good idea yeah just blast out exactly yeah oh yeah plus you can get like they have like now they have companies, I forgot what, is it Toro or there's an app, I think. You can actually rent like people's cars. Yeah, I've done that one time. Well, you I did? didn't do it. I, I oh, Me and my friend okay. uh, went to LA last year in February and we we used Toro and he, he drove everywhere. But yeah, we used Toro, it was cool. I want to do, always wanted to do that, that'd be cool. Rent like a Porsche or something. Just... Yeah, there's some really <laughs> uh, sweet vehicles on there. No, yeah, it's like you know, old Mustangs and old like mm-hmm. so, that, that would be fun. I just yeah, do something like that. Yeah, that would be sick. Just like rent a like old like T-top like Camaro or something, and just drive through the desert with it. <laughs> yeah, something like crazy. That would be perfect. Like I wouldn't want like some like new rental car. I would want like something like that. That would be that would be more fun. More that'd be more fitting for me. You know. Yeah. If you're gonna do something like that. Oh, so question. I, I I know you don't. So you don't use a cane. So the the wet floor sign must have come across your path at some point. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah, I hit those all the time. Have. You know, if, if it's in my path, I hit it. So however often it just is in my natural path, and then that's however many times I hit it. You know, I never never see those things. Yeah, no, those are um, those are those are not 
Yeah, fun. I, I, and the, the great thing I always was saying, I always say over the many of the episodes, and uh, what I love is that I didn't know, like, that the wet floor sign was a thing with people for, with RP. I didn't know that. Like, I didn't realize, I thought I was like, I, so it was funny to just, like see people like on the Facebook groups actually be like, oh my God, I hate this stupid thing. Yeah. You know? And like, you know, like, and there was such a thing for it. I was like, I didn't realize. I was like, dude, that's cool. I was like, yeah, right, it's I'm funny. It's funny. That is funny because like my mom, me and my mom relate on that, you know, and I kind of find it anytime I run into a wet floor sign, like for some reason that doesn't irritate me. I just kind of laugh at that. I'm like, oh, that happened again. But it's like when I run into other things, for some reason that irritates me. But for some reason, I think since I know like the wet floor sign is like kind of like the universal thing that, you know, I run into or people with RP run into, like it just makes me kind of chuckle, you know? Yeah, and it's a, it says, yeah, the wet floor sign. And it's like, you know, and the floor is the, the floor is never wet. <laughs> see i say that all the time yeah what the heck it's like it's never or, or they leave it out there yeah and it's like they just don't care about it it's like this doesn't take that long for the floor to dry like you know take it out or it's always like it's always in the it's always in the path yeah I it's agree. always in where you walk like why can't you just put it to the side you know this is a constant thing we we we, we need to like make some like a petition to to get to ban them that i just learned from a podcast i did yesterday they make them in different colors do they I did not know that. Like, yeah, one of the women I had talked to yesterday from the UK, she said uh, the place, I guess there was a gym or something she used to go to, and she had trouble seeing, because um, the gym floors were like, you know, cream color. Mm -hmm. So obviously that doesn't work with a yellow sign. You're not going to see a, that. So they actually ordered, like, blue ones for her. So they had blue, in, the, in that area, they, they had blue wet floor signs. So there's contrast. Yeah, that's that's... That's I was like, I like that. I was like, I didn't know that. I was like, I didn't know they come in different colors. I guess everyone just, you know, just goes with the standard yellow, you know. But Yeah, I wonder if I would even, I wonder if that would even help me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because, well, I mean, sometimes it's the contrast, but, but, so, yeah, I think most places that have, yeah, use wet floor signs, the floors always tend to be light colored. Yeah. You know, like if I, if you walked into a place that had like a solid black floor, that yellow floor, that sign would, should stick out like a sore thumb. You know, if it was a solid, just black, and then you had the yellow sign on top, the wet floor sign, oh yeah, it would be like, okay, there it is. Um, but most places don't have dark, really dark colored floors. So we should go the other direction. It should be, the wet floor sign should be actually dark in color. For some other reason, they think, you know, people think, you know, oh, yellow, bright, you see it. But like for us, that's not the case. We need the contrast, and then what would work better is a dark colored, like like a. I would I would prefer almost like a black wet floor sign with writing on it, like with like yellow writing or white letters on it, like something. Because I feel like that would catch your eye. That contrast would quick, quick maybe quick, you know, like oh, you know, especially against a yeah. uh, light, a very black, light colored black floor, like black with like. Um, maybe neon green neon letters green, I don't know. You know black with neon green pinstripes <laughs> yeah something, something like that so something that's really gonna make you go real quick kind of catch your yeah, okay, yeah boom you know yeah you know maybe it'll give you some hope of not knocking it over so but yeah those are the two uh that's the, those are the best and uh one more question before i go and this is the best one is i always like this one is 
what, like, when you dream, are you fully sighted or visually impaired? It's that's a that's a good question because like my dreams are really abstract and it's hard for me to even say I like maybe when I'm while I'm dreaming it I I feel like I'm I may be full sighted but whenever I'm remembering my dream it's with rp i you know i don't know i i truly don't know um i'm going to say there i'm visually impaired in my dream nice usually usually it's back usually it's like you know you're still you're still sad and you know a lot of people don't really realize you know or even think about like that yeah I, it's just i guess um whenever i look back on my dreams i remember key details um, but they're like not like a wide f- framed image of a dream. It's more of like a vignette or something. I, I don't know. It's like a, it's hard to describe, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's it. I, now, now I'm going to try to think of it. Next time I have a dream, I'm going to try to remember it, remember this or not. <laughs> All right, well, I have a, unfortunately, I got to get going because I have an emergency happening right now, so, Uh, an unexpected emergency. Well, I I apologize for it. It's just a, it's a banking thing. Oh, no Uh, no worries, man. And, uh, yeah, man. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I look forward to hearing this episode and, uh, yeah, man, I'll I'll, I'll send you some info on my podcast um, and all that. Do that. Check it out. Definitely. Well, yeah, thanks for your time, dude, and uh, thanks for talking with me. It was very Oh, you're welcome. I enjoyed Anytime, it. man. I appreciate everything, so you take care and enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP.